What is the Podcast of Matrix? The Podcast of Matrix is your source for podcast media hosting. Get your entire podcast library hosted now at podcastermatrix.com. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays, the Small Business Saturdays podcast, with your host and my husband, and my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. All right, about 15 minutes late, 12.15, we're heading to Small Business Saturday. As you can see, I am in a car. Uh, I am not driving, so no worries there. Um, I am a passenger. My lovely wife is uh, doing the driving over here, keeping us all safe and sound. A little traffic today, so um, yeah, I'll just pay attention to you guys and we'll go from there. (laughs) Uh, Today, we're going to talk about, I've got some notes down here in front of me, so when I'm looking down there, a little different setup, obviously, in the front of a car today. So, good times. Uh, Terry, how are you? Thanks for tuning in. Uh, let's see who else is joining us here. We'll give everybody a chance to to jump on board here because I know I got started a little bit late, and uh, so I appreciate everybody's patience here as as we got ourselves on the road. So let's see, is Joey back there? Let's see, Joey, are you back there? Can everybody see our pup back there? Hey, Jana, how are you? Happy Saturday. Oops, there we go. Yep, there. Joey, are you saying hi back there, sweetie? There's my little princess, my little cockapoo. <laughs> She's coming on the road trip with us. She loves road trips. So um, we're, we're having a little fun afternoon here. We're going to see my dad up in Fulton, Missouri. He moved out here about a month ago. So uh, yeah, it's a, it's about an hour, hour and a half drive, something like that. So um, we're making the drive to spend some, some quality time with him. And uh, we're gonna I don't know. We're going to go to lunch. We're going to have a late lunch, but uh, we're going to go to lunch here after a little bit. So what are you guys all up to this uh, this great Saturday? So um, <laughs> Terry says, I love your mobile command posts. Yeah, driving. So Martha, I am not driving. I am riding. So um, yeah, definitely good times here riding along and uh, doing some fun things. So uh, yeah, here in a little bit, I'm going to talk about uh, how can decorators get their shops seen online, of course. The screen wants to go dark there. Okay, we're good. So mobile command, command post is set up. I, I'm on the gimbal here. And yes, yes, fuck the thank God. Yeah, that would be bad to try to do this and drive. That's that's really a bad idea. So um, fortunately, I have a wonderful driver. Kylene is uh, taking good care of us. So, um, except for when she drives on the side over there. <laughs> Just want to make sure we're all awake. Okay, everybody's awake. We uh, got the, I don't even know what those things are called, little bumps over the side of the road to remind you to actually stay in your lane. So, <laughs> just a little friendly reminder. Uh, all right, guys. Well, let's let's dive into this. Um, I know, like I said, I was running 15 minutes late, so I wanted to give people an opportunity to join in and, and check this out today. Uh, so first off, I, I want to thank the folks over at A&E Magazine. Uh, they actually submitted some questions to me, asked me to... Uh, write a reply that they could put in their newsletter and I said hey do you guys mind I'm always looking for great things to talk about on Small Business Saturdays so uh, oh Terry says they're the rumble stripes so if you stay off the rumble stripes (laughs) Kylie that would be fantastic Uh, (laughs) oh what Martha says my mom always calls them frogs oh yeah that's interesting that makes 
Yeah, it makes sense. It sounds like a frog a little yeah. bit when you hit it. You want to drive over him again, Rob? No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. Um, so where was I headed there? So A&E Magazine, yeah, thank them very much for uh, bringing this information. They, they said, hey, would you uh, write something that we can put in our digital newsletter about these questions? And I said, well, hey, would you guys mind if I actually discuss these things on Small Business Saturdays first? And then um, after the fact, I'm going to write up kind of um, so. And, and they're pretty regular with it. They do a really good job. Julia is uh, who's in charge of the digital content editor over there at A&E right now. So she does a great job. So anyhow, what we're going to talk about today is how can shops get seen online? So sometimes it makes people look in there. Oh, there we go. Okay. I'm back, guys. <laughs> back. Can I, obviously, you're driving along 70 here. Yeah, I'm probably going to find some uh, some spots. So I'm sure it'll be right when... Oh, there we go. Hey. All right. Yep. Yep. Gina, definitely... Uh, apparently, as we're driving along the road here, it's going to probably jump in and out a little bit. So I apologize. Hopefully, we got a good enough connection. Let's see if I can tap on this here and see what. Now it's not going to give me what my connection is. So I'm going to go a little faster and uh, see if I can get through this. Um, if it doesn't work out, you know what? I'll come back later this afternoon uh, after we get to have lunch with my dad and uh, or or maybe this evening and get this. So. We'll see what we how we do here. This is going to be fun, but uh, if I drop out for a long period of time here, I will redo it later tonight, and we'll get to all the information. So not to worry there. All right. So covered the A and E part. I think um, that's where this is going to happen, and we're going to talk about how shops can get seen online. Hey Corey, thanks for joining me. How are you? Um, so. Within that, how can shops get seen online? I'd love to get your guys' feedback. What, what is it that you guys do? What, what are some of your techniques as you're trying to get more eyeballs on your website and things like that? Um, I've got some things here that'll hopefully help you, um, but I am always inspired and love learning from you guys as well. So please feel free to comment, share, put your information, what you're doing. Um, I see that Paul's joining us here. Uh, thank you for tuning in, Paul. I'm really actually looking forward to Paul's feedback. Paul is a great marketing guy, uh, besides the decorating business that he's working on. He's got a marketing company that uh, I've really enjoyed following. I shared one of his blogs on marketing planning. So, um, uh, yeah, it was uh, fantastic. So, Paul, please comment as much as you can here. How do you get your shop seen online is, is the question we're trying to answer. Uh, Terry says, if you come back later, at this afternoon, please introduce us to your dad. Uh, I will. I will do my best to, to get him on. That would be. That'll be fun. You basically, will look look to see what I'm going to look like in about uh, 20, 30 years. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, so, how can shops get seen online? Let's dive into this before I lose connection again. Todd, thank you for joining me. Um, so, here's the deal. We can be really quick with this. There's actually a really easy prescription. Super easy, super simple. Hi, I'm Kyleen, and you're listening to an episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the Small Business Saturdays podcast? Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. Anybody can do it. Here it is. Everybody ready? You got a pen and paper? Are we gonna do? Is everybody ready? This is this is it right here. Okay, this is the number one trick. Get thousands and thousands of dollars. Spend lots of money on Facebook ads and Google ads. Good. 
Okay, guys, that was great. Hopefully everybody enjoyed the show today. And, um, okay, I'm totally kidding. All right, don't, don't bail out. Uh, <laughs> a, that's not a great strategy. You will get eyeballs by spending a lot of money, but you probably won't get the right eyeballs. So don't do that, just a joke. Hopefully everybody can get my sense of humor here. Um, but anyhow, so Janice is uh, trying to get my website uh, set up, but old dogs and new tricks, haha, <laughs> learning a lot. Good stuff. Um, yes. It, it, oh, hey. Just uh, the, the gimbal didn't didn't like me anymore. <laughs> it's it's not not happy with uh, all the bumping around here. We're, we've got some fun stuff going on in front of us, so I'm gonna try to hold on to this like this. Great. All right. Um, Joker. Yes. All right. So spending some money online is is something that we're gonna talk about a little bit more later, but that's that's not the trick. So. First and foremost, I, I want to remind everybody. Oh man, this whole thing. Okay, I'm gonna. <laughs> this is really fun. Taking this out, I'm holding it. $150 piece of junk right there. Okay, I'm gonna use my free arm and I'm gonna hold this. <laughs> so here we go. All right. So the first part that we got to think about here is that getting ourselves seen online. It's a process. Right. There, there is no magic bullet. Um, like I said, even going and spending thousands and thousands of dollars probably won't get you all the way there. You know, it's it's a long game. And um, Todd says I need a chauffeur. Yes, I am super lucky. My my chauffeur is awesome. And uh, <laughs> so it's a, it's a long game. Okay, it's something we got to think about. We got to think about our strategy. We got to understand our business. We got to understand what the keywords are that people are. We want our niche market to be searching us for. And so there's a lot of like front-end things and uh, at Lewis they said hi we see you can, can you wave up here <laughs> there you go um, so that's that's first and foremost I just want everybody to kind of put that in their head as we go through these these few tips that I've got here all right so you've got that long game in mind you're thinking about your keywords you're doing all that stuff first thing we want to think about is what's called SEO and uh, SEO is basically short for search engine optimization uh, typically search engine for most people is Google um, but you've got Bing and some other search engines out there so we're optimizing our websites so when our customers are searching for the things we do we show up at the top of the list alright so the, the big joke in the uh, SEO world is the best place to hide a dead body is on the second page of Google alright not the not the funniest joke but they're an interesting bunch um, Meaning, how often have you searched for something, and when you searched for that thing, it actually took you to the second or third page to find what you're looking for? Very infrequently, I would guess. Most of us, if you're, we're pressed for time, we search, we look, you know, maybe we'll skip down below the ad sometimes, maybe we'll even click on something that's the ad that sounds good to us, stuff like that. So that, that top part, getting at the top 10 of Google is really important. So how do we do that? Um, within the keywords that we want to search for, though, we need to find, and I've talked about this on previous Small Business Saturdays, we want to find what's called a blue ocean, meaning we can dominate that space. So maybe we're really into doing band stuff, but let's refine that down even more. Let's target that down even more. So let's refine that, and we want to be focused on rock bands, in St. Peter's, Missouri um, that uh, have a drummer or something along those lines. I, I, 
I'm I'm not a real band guy, so I don't know what the other fine details are. Let's let's talk about let, let's do volleyball. I, I can pick every single little detail you want out about volleyball. So let's say I do a lot of volleyball stuff, but I want to refine that down. I do volleyball for adult outdoor sand bar leagues. That's what I'm all about. And um, I also focus mainly on the St. Peter's, Missouri area. All right. So that's what a blue ocean is. I can take and own that. There's probably me and a couple of other people that would be at all interested in that specific of a detail. So that's a blue ocean. Find your blue ocean. Again, this doesn't mean that this is the only person you're going to sell to. So as a volleyball guy, if the local 600 kid youth volleyball club comes to me and says, we need uniforms, we go, well, no, I'm sorry, I only do, I only do outdoor drunk volleyball adults. Sorry. No. But we're going to attract these people first. We're going to get to the top of the search there because guess what? Those, those adults that are playing volleyball on Friday night, they probably have kids that are going to be or are in youth volleyball. And that's where I'm going to be able to then get to them after I've got that customer in the door. So look at me. If I go play Thursday nights, I go out with a bunch of old guys. We have fun. Maybe we'll sit in the parking lot and have a beer afterwards. But guess what? That little guy sitting back there, within the next couple of years, he's going to be playing volleyball with him and seven, 800 of his closest friends, most likely. So again, that's what the Blue Ocean is all about. Get focused on your outbound message get it really refined down because then getting to the top of that search, that specific search is way easier than getting to the top of volleyball apparel. Okay. The only way I'm going to get to the top of that is by spending a lot of money and spending a lot of time and effort and content. All right. So Paul says, knowing your buyer is definitely key to whatever marketing you do. All right. Perfect. Thank you. All right. So after we kind of get that figured out, we've got our blue wash and we're going to look at making content and we're going to look at making content in the form of blogs, posts, shares on other people's sites, even your social media, LinkedIn stuff, all that stuff kind of comes back together. Google's kind of searching the whole thing and trying to find it, but especially blog posts, you know, if you're posting blogs regularly, um, that's really going to help because if the blogs that you're posting have those keywords and that language embedded in it, um, that will help improve your ranking in Google. All right, so we want to be creating content. We want to be creating it regularly. Todd is is the pro um, at this kind of thing, you know, where he's making posts every day, doing all this these things every day, and you guys need to emulate what Todd's doing and, and do that same thing. You know, make sure that you're putting content out there over and over and over again. And Todd says, research your niche, target the audience of your competitors. That's a, that's a great idea. Um, yeah, maybe that's uh, for a later show or I'll try to dig up some tools. But there actually are specific uh, search tools where you can go, like I think one, and, and maybe Paul can help me offhand here. Uh, I'm not putting you on the spot, Paul, you, maybe not. But uh, SEM Rush, uh, Uber Search, some things like that where you can actually go type in your competitor's uh, website and get the keywords that are that are part of that so all right so we're gonna create content we're gonna do it regularly we want that content to not be so keyword packed though where we talked about the keywords and kind of in general but Google's getting smarter their their artificial intelligence is getting better so therefore they are thinking about what that natural language piece is so um, 
Yeah, Todd says that's a whole show in itself. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I know a guy that I should have on the show again, Todd. <clears throat> Todd. Uh, <laughs> so, all right, so we're creating content. Next thing we want to do is we want to make sure that we're playing by Google's rules. All right? Um, which that means a lot of what Google is doing is centered around their map piece. Okay? Their focus is on mobile search, and you think about what happens on mobile. We go to a map, or we say something, and we say near me, or St. Peter's, or your town. Um, yeah, Uber suggests. Thanks, Paul. Uber suggests is a nice one. Great, great comment. Thank you, Paul. Um, so we're playing by their rules, and their rules are really focused around the maps right now. So what do we do there? We want to make sure that regardless of whether we have a storefront or not, even if you're an e-commerce store, you want to make sure that your Google local is fully filled out, completely filled out, go through it all, get over to Google's web tools and webmaster tools, um, and, and they move where these things are and what they call them all the time. I don't know why Google does that. It probably just keep us on our toes. So it might not even be called webmaster tools, but if you search Google webmaster tools, you'll find the right thing. And you just want to be inside the Google infrastructure go through those tools, go the suggestions that they have, the things to do to fix your site, do all those things. Learn about their analytics, get into it. You don't have to be a pro at all of this stuff, but you have to have a good working knowledge or you have to hire somebody that's going to do this for you. And honestly, I would really think about this. You know, I, I do quite a bit in this space and I work a lot on this space. And with my wife's website that we just started, um, it made sense for us to go hire somebody to do that. We hired Will Hankey from Red Canoe Media and he really did a ton. And just all the little details that you know maybe I wasn't thinking about because I don't do it every day. So if you can hire an SEO guy that does it every day, I think that's a really good investment right there, all right? All right, and the last thing in the SEO front is we wanna think about voice search. Uh, how often do you say, hey Alexa, hey Google Home, or Siri, or, or whoever, find me this. So when we type something in on our computer, on our phones, we're going to say shirts in St. Peter's. But more often nowadays, people are going to their phones and saying, hey Google, hey Siri, um, find me family reunion shirts near me. You know, So start thinking about the, the language that you're using. Um, AI, artificial intelligence, is really kind of gobbling up tons of content, learning and getting it better and better and better. So the internet's becoming more human, humanified, is, that's not really a word, but it's becoming more human because they're learning how humans speak. All right, so the, the language part of the internet is becoming more human. So it used to be four or five years ago, we'd write a blog post and we'd just stuff it with keywords or we'd, you know, even longer before that, the, the method was to make sure you had keywords in white type at the bottom of your website. Don't do that anymore. You actually get dinged for that now. But, but nowadays, they're looking for content and they can understand the meaning of things. So make sure the natural language around your keywords works for you, all right? So we're getting a little deep there. Um, I, my goal here is to give you a, a high level, but that, that's SEO, all right? So the next thing is so, social media. Um, yeah, Todd says, gone are the day of random words, use complete sentences, perfect. Uh, he says, yep, pay people to do things you don't know how to do. Yep, and I, investing in your business, investing in your website, because let's face it, your website today is as important 
if not more important than your storefront, than your actual physical business. Because that's where people come to to start. That's your, your their first impression of you. So what does your website say about you? All right, so make sure that you're doing the right things. You're, you're hiring some experts there. You know, like, like Todd said, you pay people you, about the things you don't know how to do. Unless you decide you wanna become really passionate about SEO, and that's your thing, that's your jam, then just hire somebody. Because like I said, somebody like Will, that's what he does all day, every day. And to keep up with it, you have to do that. You guys have a business to run. You've got shirts to make, customers to deal with, uh, Tuesdays with Todd's to watch, you know, things like that. So r really understand that piece. All right, so social media, let's get there. I'm gonna, cause I'm gonna waste our whole trip just chatting. <laughs> now that I get a good connection, man, I'm kind of excited. Um, and we'll see how long that lasts. Okay, social media. The 800 pound gorilla in social media is Facebook. We're here, we're watching on it. You guys are typing on it. We spend a lot of time in it. We scroll, you know, Todd was talking about how often you scroll more than a couple seconds. That's why you gotta keep posting over and over. Hopefully you get in front of the right people at the right time. Um, here's, the, here's the deal with Facebook. Here's the trick with Facebook. Sorry, my arm's getting a little tired. My, <laughs> there, let me change that. Okay, good. So here's the deal with Facebook. Facebook's thing is all about engagement. That's what they want. They want engagement, engagement, engagement. So they don't care about how many hearts or likes or, or even how many page followers you have. That stuff doesn't really register for them when they're deciding what content's gonna show up in front of people. What registers for them is the human interaction that takes place around your content. So if I post something and I, and don't, don't get me wrong, I, I very much appreciate all of the hearts and loves and likes and all that stuff, not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying, if you think that you're out there helping somebody by just clicking that like button all the time, uh, it's not, it's not helping them at all. So it's, it's not hurting them, but it's not helping them. So if you're out there and you wanna help somebody that's a friend of yours promote their business on Facebook, go and type a very long reply to their video, picture, comment, content, whatever. So that's what's really gonna help people. So the only time I actually like or heart something is just to let somebody know that I read it is basically the way I look at it. So within within Facebook, what we wanna do is we wanna to try to do things that's going to engage people. That's why live video or, or video in general is really popular because it, it drives people, it draws them into typing, having conversations. Every time you guys type something more than seven, <laughs> hi Lou, back there, he's <laughs> just jumping in. Every time you guys type something on this video or, or otherwise, that's seven words or more, and that's that's a magic number actually. Within their algorithm, uh, it's come out that the seven word limit is is something that's important, so that gets you more juice, all right? So, so think about that when you're posting stuff. If you're just posting stuff and saying, you know, here's my shirt, okay, cool. But if somebody goes, oh, nice, congrats, awesome, that's all great. Do this, say, hey, share your favorite memory of a summertime t-shirt adventure or, or something along those lines. Kylene just did a, a little promotion where she was giving away some koozies, or actually I can't say koozies, sorry, can coolers, sorry koozies. Um, she was giving away some can coolers and to be able to win, you had to share the post and you had to comment what your favorite summertime memory was. So doing things like that 
th those are important. And, and then the sharing of the content is the other piece. All right. So all about engagement, all about sharing, all about interaction. Same thing goes for Instagram. So with Instagram, the other thing to think about there is uh, when you're on Instagram, don't avoid the stories. Stories can be very, very, very important for your juice, what gets shown. So if people are watching your stories and watching all the way through them and things like that, then when you post a picture or your, your other stuff that comes up where they can actually get a link, that's going to help you a lot. So all about engaging, kind of having that social interaction. That's what social media is all about from an organic standpoint. Okay. Now here's the deal. When we put all of our eggs into that social media basket, we've got to pay to play. All right. So I always encourage people to use social media as a way to get people to your content first and foremost. But if you want to get them to take action and you want to get in front of them a lot, you are going to have to pay to play here a little bit. Now, this isn't where we've got to spend thousands of dollars. Like I said at the top, we can we can do very well. And, and actually, Todd is somebody that I really look up to in this avenue, in this arena. So try to squeeze as much out of him in this area as possible. But the targeting, getting to the right people is super key on any social media advertising, but especially Facebook. So it's not about just finding the right demographic or any of that thing. It's about finding that person that fits that blue ocean that we talked about at the beginning. It's that, it's that guy that's me that plays with a bunch of other old guys for fun on a Thursday night. How do I get in front of him? What are, what are my interests? What are the things that would make Facebook go, oh yeah, we want to show it to that guy because here's the deal. If you're going to spend $20, $30 on a Facebook ad and you just have this kind of random open um, demographic uh, target audience, then here's what's going to happen. You're going to blow through that money super quick and none of those people really care about what you're, you're selling. All right. So, and here's the way to get around this and the way to do it right is more often, in fact, you know, let, let me do this first. I, I read a blog about this that I felt like actually tells this story a lot better than I can. So I'm just going to read a quick, short paragraph from this blog. Uh, the, the blog was uh, revive.social. I'll send the link to it in the comments after I'm done here because I can't do it on the phone while I'm driving. But uh, here it is. Even if, you've, if, even if you're relatively new to all this, you will eventually see a notification popping up encouraging you to boost a post. The reason being that that post may be high performing or Facebook's algorithms may have found that similar content from other page admins have boosted the post. We've spent money is basically what Facebook's thinking. So the more often they can get you to spend money, they're doing their job. All right. I I'm out of living there. So, <laughs> um, all right. So let me go back. I lost my spot. I ad-libbed and I lost my spot. All right. Okay. Other content page admins have boosted in the past. In short, the ability to boost posts is a simplified extension of the Facebook ad system. It was designed to be less intimidating to small business owners who are overwhelmed by the ad system and its different options. Simpler doesn't always mean better. And I'm going to add them again. Simpler does not mean better, especially in this case. But back to the start. The simplicity of boosted posts comes at a cost. All right. So what you want to do is find out what posts are engaging and, and then go and use those as the basis for your ads. Yes. 
but don't just boost the posts. So go and take and create a native ad because what that does, um, it allows you to keep control over the targeting. It allows you to do better calls to action. Uh, you have flexibility of scheduling. So you could pick the ideal time that it's in front of people, uh, unique call to action button, and you can also pick where it's going to show up. So you get to control all that when you make an ad, all right? So that, when you're spending money on social media, don't just do the boost post, okay? And, and I am super guilty of this and did this for a long time. In fact, I did this, I spent my wife's money on this stuff earlier, probably last week, whenever you're doing your sale. Yeah, so, and when I started digging into this, I'm like, oh my gosh, dummy, ugh. Okay, so let's share this. I wanna share this with you guys. Really important, all right? All right, so. What do you guys got? Any questions? What do you? What else do you guys got? That's what. That's my main here. Main point here. SEO, social media. That's how you get people to find you online. Uh, the question is, how can decorators get their shops seen online? And to me, those are the, the two main ways to do it. So if anybody else has got any other great ideas, um, Paul, Todd, everybody, Terry. I'm just trying to see who I can see here. Martha was here earlier. I don't know if my dropping got rid of her. What else do you guys do? that helps you get seen online. Anything? All right, and while you guys are thinking about that and come up with that, because I know there's a little delay here, um, I wanna give you what I hope the four main keys that you took away from this extremely long conversation now. <laughs> I was bored in the car, so having a good time here, and uh, thanks for driving, sweet. <laughs> All right, so here are the four big takeaways. And like I said, while I'm giving you these takeaways, I want you guys to share your thoughts, some other ideas, tips, tricks, things that maybe I've missed. But number one, without big dollars, you have to have a long-term strategy in a blue ocean, all right? There we go, uh, Paul, perfect, thank you. I, I am gonna go shiny object, here we go, because this is good, I don't wanna miss this. Paul says, more easy SEO. Get listed on Google My Business at least, absolutely. And, and you know, take take the, and really be part of that Google local piece too, I think. You know, I think both those things are really important. But Google My Business is the very minimum thing that you should be doing. Um, and if you don't, uh, if you need some guidance on that, I, I, I'm guessing Paul can uh, give you some guidance on that. To, like I said, he's got a marketing company outside of this and, and I've really enjoyed catching up with what he's doing over there. So, all right, so number one, Big dollars, if you don't have big dollars, if you're not going to spend big dollars, and even if you are spending big dollars, you probably do this too, but have a long-term strategy in a blue ocean, all right? Number two, play by Google's rules and get to know the big guy. We gotta, we gotta hug him, hug the, <laughs> they own search, you know? Think about how many times their search, if you go figure out the stats, and I, I pulled them up, but I can't remember the exact numbers, but, they actually make Facebook seem very, very small, okay? If you look at the numbers of people that are on Google. So get to know them, own them, love them, hug them for now, and uh, play by their rules, all right? So that's two. The third thing I hope you took away from this is social media is about engagement. Get that conversation going, show people, you know, so like if you're posting a picture, make sure that picture's got a face in it. To not be your face, make customer's face, whatever. They want people interaction, all right? So pictures need to have faces. Pictures need to encourage. 
videos need to encourage interaction, all that kind of stuff. Make it social. That's what it is. It's a social interaction. Make it social. Number four, spend money on social, but spend it wisely by targeting, 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 and customizing your audience. So don't just go out and say, okay, I'm going to spend 100 bucks and hope this audience works. Go out and spend $20, see how that audience works, try another one for another $20, try another one for another $20, and then once you have it dialed in, now you can spend the $40 on really kind of going after it, okay? How much did I just spend there? 24, yeah, that's 100 bucks. Okay, I did math right. So there we go. There's the four things I hope you guys took away from it. Anything else? Sorry, I got a little shaky here at the end. Um, my arm was getting a little tired, so. Lewis, anything else to add before we uh, get back, keep going on the road here? Maybe I should spell mom and let uh, and do some driving for her. You guys got anything we else? We have 20 minutes left. Oh, only 20 minutes of drive left too. Perfect. Thank you guys, man. This is the easiest drive I've ever had. <laughs> All right, you guys. Uh, I am going to get out of here and uh, call it a day. I will see you next Saturday and uh, I'll see you well before then. And and I appreciate you guys all checking in and have a great rest of your day. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.